More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we are obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. A production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody, it's Julie here. I, I gotta tell you, Brenda and I recorded this, what we think is an awesome episode, and it's called Suck It, Succubus. And it was so awesome. <laughs> of course, Brenda's laughing already. Um, and But it was so awesome, it went super long. So we had to break it up. But it will give you like a cliffhanger. So it'll be like subscribing to Netflix and to your favorite show <laughs> that you're going to like have to leave and wait for the cliffhanger to come. So this is part one of Suck It Succubus. Enjoy. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you on this chilly day? Hello, my elf. I'm doing well. I know you're a happy elf that it's not hot season. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so happy not to be sweating right now. <laughs> I felt like I just was, I was sweating for five months and it just stopped. So I'm super excited. And I missed all my like, thanks. I missed all my like little cozy clothes. And um, I was just... I'll just tell everybody, before Bryn and I actually hit the record button, um, we can see each other on Zoom. And I said, look at me, girl. I look like Ted Kaczynski. And I kind of do because <laughs> I got the COVID hair. I do. I have the COVID hair. And then I have my little like lumberjack jacket, whatever thing that I got at Sam's Wholesale. Because you know, <laughs> so that's where all the fashionistas shop. They all shop at Sam's. You're making it work. You're, you're really, you're making it work. <laughs> I'm rocking it. I am rocking my Ted Kaczynski look. <laughs> um, and God forbid I dry my hair because I haven't dried it now in like eight months. So why would I start today? 
you know, if you got a streak, that's working for you. <laughs> I think it works just fine. So today, I think our episode is going to be a little interesting, my witchy poo. Interesting. Why is that, my elf? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why is that? <laughs> well, I think that I have had, let's say, um, a calling. A calling. A, a calling um, in the last, like, month or two to vanquish some evil shit. <laughs> That is a soul and spiritual calling for certain. <laughs> hey, it is. I am not surprised, especially when, you know, you shared so generously an incredibly interesting story with me exactly two years ago. Uh, it was not only interesting, it was belated um, because you kind of lost your mind when I started telling you the story. You've been holding um, out on me. It was so weird and I didn't. And it, it was just a very strange thing. So I think what may be the best thing to do is um, um, just so everybody knows, is like we wanted to start with this story because it really leads into what happened um, recently to share with you guys. So it's like our preface. Well, specifically, it is your origin story. Right, with, it is a little quote, bit, right? unquote, vanquishing some serious evil shit. <laughs> yeah, it's this my, is, it's like, this is your origin story. It's my it, Iron Man story. Even though you didn't even know it. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't for a very long time. I didn't know it. So I'm going to tell the story. And then, Brent, I think it'll be great for you to jump in and for how you responded and what you said, because it was um, enlightening to both of us, this, <laughs> uh, this lovely evening in your living room in November of 2018. So as I was sitting in your living room, for some reason, I started to tell you about when I was bit by a Black Panther. And I was 12 years old with my Episcopal Church youth group for a weekend <laughs> camp. I know it just all gets, it's just all good, right? Here's little gets, Julie with her Episcopal Church It just gets better church and group. better. People just roll it with it. <laughs> Here's little lesbian Julie with her Episcopal Church group. But I will say the Episcopals, they, Episcopalians, they like the gays. So we had this weekend camp in this place called Grand Lake, which is about a half an hour from where I grew up. And before we jump into any further in the story, I just have to say, Oklahoma has become quite famous for privately held or privately captured wild animals. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so strange. You know, Tiger King it was is Oklahoma. Crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> right? That's why it's really strange. That's why this, I, when Tiger came, King came out, I remember Cubby's like, hey, you're going to watch Tiger King? I'm like, I lived Tiger King. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, um, who Cubby was also here at this moment in 1981, I guess it was. So, uh, anyway, famous Oklahoma. So, there was this estate in this little rural vacation area um, that had a lion and a black panther. Um, they were separate. And so, somebody from our group went up to the front door of this house. And, and this said, was your church outing, correct? This is a church outing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a, a, a why. I, I, I can't answer any whys at this point in time. I can't. Random. And I cannot, I cannot answer the why on what the owner's friend said to said Episcopal church person, which was, oh, yeah, you guys can come hang out. You know, you can even pet the panther. It's trained. <laughs> That's wrong. That is not a thing. <laughs> that is not. Black Panthers are not trained. No. That is I sit here today to tell you, everybody, don't pet a Black Panther. <laughs> no matter what they tell you. <laughs> or a porcupine. And don't, play and, don't, and don't play leapfrog with the unicorn. These are all my pieces of advice for everybody for the day. So they say it's trained. Oh, my, um, God. Oh my God. And everybody lined up 
to pet this panther through the bars of the cage. Oh, my God. I can see it. Like, is there no adult in the group that says, hey, children, in my charge, (laughs) please be careful. I I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, there were adults. And we'll get to them in a second. (laughs) As everybody is lined up to, you know, pet this panther, I was last in line which is weirdly telling in its own right. Yeah. See, this is where you know things are not right in the universe. <laughs> like, no, are, when am I ever last in line? never last in line. <laughs> no, I'm last in line if it's a coffee line or a sushi line. Those are my two <laughs> lines. I'm last in line. No, I'm like, then you just happen to be standing next to the line. <laughs> right, because I, I hope they run out before I get there. <laughs> exactly. So we'll confess, I did something really stupid. I didn't know it was stupid at the time and it wasn't intended to be stupid, but I looked at, I looked the panther in his eyes. I think it's a him. I don't know. Maybe it's a her. And it's eyes. And I think when you do that kind of stuff, it uh, kind of triggers them or something. Like you're combative or you want to be alpha or some shit like that, right? <laughs> I don't actually think that would have mattered. <laughs> oh, well, it no, it wouldn't have. But I did that. Um, so then I reached my arm in to pet the head of this Black Panther. And it did this maneuver where it like flipped its head and got... And like, so like I was on, my hand was on top of its head and did this flip thing where my hand was then below. And that's when it proceeded to sink its teeth in my wrist of my left hand. <laughs> and if, oh my God. <laughs> right. And I don't know how many times I've told you this story now since two years ago. It doesn't matter. Every it still time, gives me chills every time. <laughs> it still is insanity. And it, insanity goes even further, which is I was so stunned that I calmly asked the panther to please let go. Who does that? Yeah. Well, first of all, you're a child. And yes, what are I your was. options? You can't fight against the panther. And the second, you're in fight, flight, and freeze in the freeze, right? That You're in shock. So this is what happens. I was like in the North Pole freeze. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. was so frozen. There's not even, there's like gray areas of everything. I was like flat out <laughs> Arctic freeze. Right. Please don't eat me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I, I was saying, please, I was saying please to a panther. Please let go. Yeah. I would say I was brought up right, but I really wasn't brought up right. So that just happened to just <laughs> like, come out of my mouth. So at that moment, our preacher, his name is Noel, reached in and pried its jaws off my wrist. Which is also insane, right? Uh, I mean, it, totally insane. Right? I mean, he, uh, brave of him slash uh-huh. stupid, but, you know, helpful. I He's guess. awesome, by the way. He was actually one of my mother's closest friends. Oh. So it actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we love him. still, not, not stupid. Not yeah. Wise. There's a whole bunch of stupid that went on in this. And to make it just to up the game one more level is my arm didn't bleed. So I go, you know, they take me to the emergency room and the doctor was just confounded and said, well, did you stop the bleeding? I'm like, there was no blood. And he goes, what? I go, there was no blood. And I'm calm. I'm still calm, probably still in shock. Yeah, still in shock. Yeah, no doubt. I had no muscle damage, no tissue damage. I mean, no, um, no nerve, nerve damage, damage. Yeah. nothing. Yeah. But when you told me that story, first of all, I was like, are you kidding me? How long have we known each other? I've never heard this story. <laughs> what the hell, my elf? Hey, I might have more stored up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, See, I'm here to entertain you. That is truly the thing. When, when you live your origin story, you don't know, oh, this is my origin story. <laughs> you don't know till later. <laughs> But I'm not sure it's always 40 years later. But um, but my point is, when you told me that story, I was like, oh, well, this makes sense. Especially when you said the line about, and there was, there was no blood. 
There was absolutely no, no blood. There was no blood. There was no permanent damage. I have a scar that starts in the inside of my wrist and it goes all the way through. Yeah. That because that's when you know it's a spiritual and sacred initiation. That's what you know. Because it's not about the physical component, right? There would have been blood if it was just, hey. Or my, killed me. My body took a hit. But this was a, a spiritual initiation, an energetic initiation. Hashtag look up. Black Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you, so because I actually even have, um, uh, even before I told you the story, and I don't know if I've told you this, I have a photograph, um, a ghost photograph of a Black Panther. Oh, well, that makes, yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Because you got initiated into that, into that clan, into that family. <laughs> right. So I'm yeah. a big kitty. So now what, because what you told me <laughs> about Black Panthers, I think is really why we're telling everybody right. today this story. Other than it's an incredible story, but yeah. This is why, because Black Panthers energetically, first of all, they can navigate in the unseen, right? Because they blend into the night, into the dark, into the dark forces, and they protect energetically and physically in those realms. So effectively, they protect us from the underworld. Right. So you can vanquish. Uh, this sounds good. It sounds shit. like a movie. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a movie. When you when you use underworld, it's like it sounds like that's like can a you really hear the, intense. The, the violin soar when you do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the underworld. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, it made sense, right? It, it, exactly, because that's what you do, right? You are fearless. When things go bump in the night, you're like, let's go figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, you're being called to, to do these things. This, that's why I'm like, this, this makes perfect sense. This does not surprise me because you like to defend mere mortals from any evil that may consider, you know, falsely, foolishly to embark upon your territory or what will soon be your territory. <laughs> right. Right. I'm telling you, it's not, it's a little shitty and dangerous job because oh, yeah. it is, it really is. It's, this is serious work, right? It is, is serious work. Right. You and, can get yourself in big trouble with this. We, you know, and we giggle and we have fun because you are hysterical. But look, it is, you have to be mindful. You have to be careful. You have to act fully aware and intentional. And because you are able to do that, someone's got to do it. It might as well be someone in the Black Panther family. <laughs> right. And, uh, right. Indeed, somebody must do it. So why shouldn't it be me? Exactly. And I think on that note, we're going to break for a second and we're going to come back and actually tell you why we're having this episode today. <laughs> or the real story about Second Psychobus. <laughs> oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. All right, everybody, we are back. So now you have to tell us, how does that story from 40-some years ago tie to your recent world (laughs) specifically it was 40 or actually 39 but (laughs) i got a call duh and i'm just gonna let you know metaphorically right metaphorically and literally i got a call i got a call on my phone that's awesome and i'm not going to mention any names during this story so i'm going to ask if everybody just kind of work with me on this part yeah, people don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's part of our job, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We have maintain to maintain and admit. Oops, doggy emotion. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, people. Not a Black Panther. <laughs> we, but it could be. Yes, we want to protect people's identity, and so we—that's why we call people Jim. <laughs> right. What's our female name? We called everybody Sally. Sally, Jim, yeah. and Sally. Yeah. Um, which funny is we both know Jims and Sallys. Um, so <laughs> anyway, but I got a call. So a very dear friend of mine um, has family in Kansas City, and her niece's best friend had just moved into a condo. Okay. So when you hear someone <laughs> just land in a new place and they either start calling for help, like it's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it really and like, it's not and it's not uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's real. And, you know, this is the beginning of the horror story. <laughs> right. It is. It's yeah. like when you go move into someplace new, you should always clear it before you move your stuff in. Right. Because you don't know what crap people left behind or that were left behind, left behind, left behind from them. Right. Because there's God so, knows so what, you clear how long before things you are there. Bring your stuff in and then you clear it after you have movers or contractors, you know, finish up. Yep. Okay. So here it is. So what happened with him is his first night in the condo, he went to bed, right? As everybody, anybody would do, unless you're a vampire. 
um, <laughs> as he was falling as he was falling asleep he felt someone grab both of his ankles and he said it had this burning sensation to it and so as you can imagine at this point he is wide ass awake <laughs> and when he is wide ass awake seconds later he feels the pressure or the weight of a body draped over his body oh, and proceeds to push him into the mattress I would have had a heart attack. <laughs> it would have been so right. Uh, uh, oh God! And I think he damn near did. By the yeah. way, have a heart attack. <laughs> it's like yeah, because he's by the way, I'm telling you, one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet in your life. This guy, one of the sweetest. Of men. course he is, right? That's who they're attracted to. Yeah, so yeah. sweet. Yeah. So he jumped out of bed and he went to his best friend's house, who happens to be my friend's niece. Mm -hmm. uh, he did not go back. Smart. So right. he's nice and smart. <laughs> he's nice and smart, right? I think what, th what they did that night, because, you know, nobody knows what to do right. unless they know somebody like us. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, you know, they were lucky and they, they called her aunt. So she got the call. Then that's when I got the call. <laughs> nice. So, and she had actually just called me just to see, you know, what I could see, what I thought it would be, sure. you know. And what did you see? Well, I saw an upside down pinnacle. And you know what that means. That, that is the black magic, right? That is black magic, yeah. yep. So a pentacle is a circle with a five-pointed star in it. And usually um, the when it's right side up, the you know pointy part of the five-pointed star is facing up towards the sky. And if, it's, if the two points are facing up towards the sky, then you got to call your elf. <laughs> yeah, if that, yeah, if that single point is facing down. Yeah. Uh, you reach out to us. Yeah, you get some help. And so that, so when I saw that, and I listen, I don't know where I, I Suzanne actually had asked me. She goes, "Well, how did you see this? Where who who showed it to you?" I'm like, "I, I don't know, honey. <laughs> Maybe well, it was Jacob. If, if somebody go, showed me, just so you know, like if you go ask that kind of question, usually your protector guide will show you. Yeah, so I'm sure it was Jacob. Yeah. So yes, black magic was the exactly what she saw as well. And it is so dangerous. And, you know, and, and the, the thing about black magic, which is, is interesting, is that there are certainly people who um, this is their world. They want to live in this world. Mm -hmm. they, they practice it. It's very intentional for them. And then there's actually people who are not deliberate and they're just messing around because they don't believe it or they, they play. <laughs> Until they get taken over, right? Right. Yeah. There's all kinds of reasons why people are attracted to it because it's tangible you can feel it they're like oh i don't i don't know what that was but that was cool i'm gonna i'm going back in you're like mm, you, you cannot play around with this people it's this is you know why i really encourage people not to play with ouija boards it is not a game i know we hear all kinds of things oh i love the ouija board blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. yeah right but you don't know if you don't know what you're doing and if you don't have control and lockdowns in place you that's just a doorway that darkness can come in Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like there is no dorm. There is no bouncer. Yeah. It's yes. it's like anybody can enter. No, seriously. He's I so mean, anybody serious. can. It's, it's, so it's like the subway. <laughs> yeah. It's like anybody can enter the subway. <laughs> there is no yep. bouncer there. Yep. And they not only mess up their own life, I think, when people do this, but um, also others, because so many of them stay in that location. Well, you the, know, at least like the ones the that I was dealing that with. This, you know, sweet young man moved into, right? Yeah. Same like thing. they stay there. Yeah. I'm just gonna burn um, your ankles. Yeah, nice. Right, because those that that open the door or who conjure them in, they also don't know how to put that evil genie back into its evil ass bottle. And <laughs> yes. 
Yes. And and that's why, you know, so it's like, it's it's one thing if you want to screw up your own life, but you start doing this kind of stuff and you're going to be messing up all sorts of lives. Like your karma is going to go on and on and on and on and on if you do that kind of stuff. Like if you, if you conjure something up and it is on the earth plane for centuries, you're doomed, man, because you brought that in. Yeah, that's my warning. To right. Me. Actions have consequences without a doubt. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. So how did you know what it was and how to deal with it? <laughs> so um, my friend who called, we have another friend um, <laughs> who is- Friends with like, friends. <laughs> fr- friends of friends. Like it's all the psychic circle. Who's really a, she's a, she's a real witch. Like she knows spells. She's a white witch. So I want to be really clear. Mm-hmm. She is not somebody who will ever do harm. It is not what she practices. In fact, that is a big difference in our world. 
you can tell, like if you ask somebody, hey, will you cast a spell on so-and-so? And if they say yes, get away <laughs> um, fast because, listen, I, I have a duty and I know you do too, which is to do no harm, right? In fact, the idea mm -hmm. is to um, highest good for all. It's not just right. do no harm, it's highest good to all. Highest good for all, harm to none. That's the mantra. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. And so this particular person practices that. And what did? How did she guide you? Oh Lord! So the white witch to be uh, left unnamed. She's very much of a seer. Mm -hmm. She can see almost anything. It, it feels like, mm -hmm. um, and her details are impeccable. So when when she went in, and I don't know if she went into a trance, a meditation, whatever she might have done, is that she actually saw this creature and knew what it was. Mm -hmm. So she alerted us to like, okay, you are actually dealing not with what you think it is because at first my other friend and i thought well if it's like a disembodied spirit you know like a uh oh that's a mainstream that was, for you right right that is yeah. that's like easy peasy i can but, walk but somebody we, over the phone with that yeah <laughs> nice. you know depending depending on the spirit but, uh, true but remember which is their specialty is connecting with nature spirits right that's and and so when she can travel usually through into the earth and they can have access to different realms. And it sounds mm -hmm. to me like that's what she hit. Oh, she very much does. Yeah. She very much does. Yeah. She's very shaman-like in yeah. that yeah. respect because yeah. um, she's very much of a, of a healer. But so she saw what is called a succubus and that is not a line of buses like Greyhound. <laughs> <laughs> they are called a succubus. And in my typical fashion for everybody just, I'm sure this won't come as a surprise to anyone, but the first time I ever heard of a succubus was else actually on South Park. <laughs> they have a whole episode called the succubus. My else but it wasn't true this. origin story. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everything goes back to South Park. I thank you, Matt and Trey. So I, I also just want to point out, it's not S-U-C-K-Y-O-U-B-U-S, right? That is not, it's like, like that's not like, you know, suck you bus it's mm -hmm. different it's a different word yes it's s-u-c-c-u-b-u-s right and the next time i'd actually heard of a succubus is that i was um reading a case file from ed and lorraine warren and for those that don't know who they are they're the real life ghost hunters from the movies and the books of annabelle uh the conjuring and in fact ed and lorraine have a series of books that goes through a lot of their their case files so i'd actually read one of those and i i was and i remember i'm like oh how interesting because their story was about a young girl whose babysitter introduced her to the series of books and it was like dark magic stuff and she thought it was a joke so she's reading them laughing about it but she's actually saying the incantations out loud oh no 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 no, no, no and no. completely ruined this this girl's life did, did they give her here's this book series and here's a ouija board <laughs> it's god i mean come I mean, on for god's sakes people. right but other than those two, I, I never really heard of a succubus. I am new in this conjured realm. Um, but for those who aren't familiar with the creature. But to be clear, you have been initiated into it. I've been initiated, <laughs> so, right. I've been so, initiated. And your whole, you know, even in this journey of clearings, which you've done for, you know, almost, years. Year, almost 10 years now. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight, nine years. But you've always been really protected. You've always been really guided. 
Yeah, right. So I this, know. Yeah, and that's why this was like such an obvious thing for me to go do. Yeah. So a secubus is, and I'll actually use one of your one of your reference points is that it's actually antithetical. Is that an- antithetical? Yeah. Antithetical. Anti anti antithetical. Um, to the divine feminine. Yeah. Because you talk so much about the divine feminine. Yeah. So this is the opposite of right. the divine feminine. It it's many times it's conjured um, for sex magic. And when this particular entity is conjured, what it does is it actually drains the life energy or the life force out of men, and it can very easily turn girls or women into being very promiscuous. In fact, this guy in Kansas City has a teenage daughter. And um, the urgency... And so, I mean, I literally had heard about this, like the call came in on a Tuesday. Um, I was preparing things on Thursday and Friday, and we left on a Saturday morning. Like, it's because he has a daughter, too. Not only protect him, but he has a daughter. Right. Right? This is where... Um, I feel like in some, like in this case, I was turning into you, where it's like, you don't even think. You just go. You just go. It's like, your job is to serve. And for me, it's to protect. Yep. And I, I dropped everything. I moved things around and, and made yeah. sure that I was able to go. Um, but that's really what a succubus, I think, and, and, in general and remember, does. The divine feminine is all about nurturing, caring, healing, affirming, being so kind and patient and filling people up like and creating. And so this energy, to be antithetical to that, is all about draining, controlling, lowering the vibration, depleting. It's the opposite. It's the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite. Right. So and, of what and the we reason all want to be. Yeah. And, and the reason to drain the masculine is so that the masculine can't protect the feminine. Right. Because right? that is their sacred contract or the sacred masculine. Right. To hold the space, to protect and to disarm them so they have access. You know, there yeah. are stories out there, you know, because I, of course, I've done more reading and stuff since. Um, <laughs> Nerdy uh, elf men <laughs> who really, like, they don't want the succubus to leave. Like, it is, it's a really interesting thing. I mean, there's been, there's a, in fact, I know there's a lot of situations of people who have these conjured entities in their life, and they don't want them to go. But Now, well, luckily, in- this guy did. Well, first of all, it was new to him. Like usually mm-hmm. they would dial the energy up. You know, it's like, how do you boil a frog bit by bit? And you don't drop a frog into boiling water. But he walked into boiling water because it, the energy had built so much in that place. Oh, right? that's a good analogy. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. You could feel it when you walked in there, but. Um, There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So so he he rejected it because it was so foreign and so strong. But if it had been slow, people, um, it's it's almost like a like an addiction, like, oh, it makes me feel good at first, and now it's taking over my life. They, right. you, you, it's, so, it's such a slow, slow dial, you don't notice it. When, and when the it sweet flips. man. Yeah. Like, he, he would never call on anything like this. All right, everybody, this is the end of part one of Suck It, Succubus. And don't forget, Earth School is hard. Without the other side. <laughs> and your friendly lesbian exorcist. <laughs> thanks for joining us everyone and a special thanks to our producer maya cole who guides us while we guide you hit us up on instagram at other side guides or shoot us a note at other side guides at iheartradio.com and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message 
We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.